Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Monday, October 2nd. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Composting services are popping up in cities throughout the Midwest, hoping to divert food waste from landfills and reduce climate impacts. But concerns about smells and pests mean city governments have to figure out what to do with the new operations. Local governments can either say, oh, you've got a problem, or they can help these operations that support their communities to overcome the obstacles. We'll have that story in just a few minutes. Temporary layoffs for nearly 300 iron and steel workers in Granite City begin this week. St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer reports closing a blast furnace is a blow to many in the Metro East community. To prepare its members for the layoffs, the union will host meetings tomorrow. There, the union will walk through what kinds of benefits they can get and how to fill out unemployment forms. Local union president Dan Simmons says it's been a tough two weeks since parent company U.S. Steel announced the layoffs. There's a lot of folks that will be out seeking, I'm sure, other employment and then may or may not ever decide to come back. You know, that's, that's what happens when you, your employer treats you something like, like they're doing here. U.S. Steel says the layoffs will be temporary for less than six months. Simmons says he's skeptical that's actually the case. If they're any longer, it would be a violation of federal law. I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio. Law enforcement has captured an inmate who escaped from Phelps County Jail. The FBI, Missouri State Highway Patrol, and Ray County Sheriff's Office took Jonathan O'Dell into custody yesterday afternoon. He was arrested in Ray County. That's just northeast of Kansas City. Odell broke out of the Rolla jail late Friday with another inmate who surrendered shortly after the jailbreak. The 33-year-old Odell from Warsaw, Missouri, faces 44 federal charges. The indictment alleges he planned to travel to Texas to shoot at immigrants crossing the border illegally. St. Louis University researchers have found microplastics in a local cave system. As St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports, the tiny plastic was present even though the cave has been mostly closed to visitors for three decades. Cliff Cave in St. Louis County is closed off in part to protect endangered Indiana bats that call the cave home. But researchers from St. Louis University recently found microplastics in the cave's water and sediment. Elizabeth Hosmuller is associate director of the Water Institute at SLU. It's something that people don't always think about because you can see the plastic in the ocean or in the lake, but your groundwater resources, that's all below ground. And so it's, it's important to understand what the impact is on those settings. Hosmuller says microplastics in cave systems like this one could be a problem for the critters that live in these fragile ecosystems and for humans who drink groundwater. I'm Kate Grumke. St. Louis Public Radio. Gas prices in the St. Louis region are down roughly 5 cents a gallon in the past week, but more than 25 cents higher than a year ago. Gas Buddy's weekly survey of around 1,000 stations shows the average price is $3.60 a gallon. The national average is $3.77. Prices in the Metro East range from $3.66 to $3.89. They run from $3.63 to $4.07 in the Quincy area and range from about $2.50 a gallon to roughly $3.60 in the Rolla area. One of the top pitchers in Cardinals history has retired. Adam Wainwright was honored yesterday in a pregame ceremony. He says he's fortunate to have played nearly 20 seasons with the same major league club. 
Being a St. Louis Cardinal at all is a blessing, but to do it for 18 plus years in front of this crowd and this stadium and this city, I wouldn't change anything in the world for that. I love y'all so much. Thank you for embracing me. Thanks to Bally Sports Midwest for the audio. The pitcher won his 200th Major League game last month. Wainwright struck out in a pinch hit appearance yesterday. The Cardinals won that season-ending game 4-3 over Cincinnati. Another sports note to pass along. St. Louis's record-setting Major League Soccer expansion team is going to the playoffs. City SC's 4-1 victory over Kansas City on Saturday, combined with some other results this weekend, clinched a postseason spot. The squad also became the first expansion team to win its conference in the regular season. City SC has also won an expansion record 17 games. The team's next match, Wednesday, in Vancouver. A 2018 estimate from the Environmental Protection Agency suggests food waste is the largest category of trash going to landfills. Community composting operations are popping up in cities hoping to keep the waste out of landfills and return nutrients to the soil. But not all cities are welcoming the initiatives, especially when neighbors complain about bad smells and pests. Harvest Public Media's Eva Tesfai reports on how cities in the Midwest are handling the new operations. On the urban farm herbivore in Kansas City, Missouri, Brooke Savaggio and Daniel Hurrier hold a scoop of what they call black gold. If you smell it, it just smells like fertility. You know? It smells, I mean, it just smells like really rich soil. Um, and, and when we put it out on the fields, it becomes really rich soil. <laughs> but not all their neighbors agree about the smell. While Savaggio says the compost is improving herbivore's yields, neighbors complain to the city about it being a nuisance. The city now says the operation requires a special use permit. Hurrier says they checked with the city before expanding back in 2021, and he says the city should be working with them, not against them, to manage food waste sustainably. I want to create more compost hubs like this around the city and the metro area, and the cities and other municipalities around this area, but certainly the city of Kansas City, should be helping us do that. Food waste takes up space in landfills and produces methane, a powerful greenhouse gas that contributes to climate change. Sending less food waste to landfills can save municipalities money and reduce climate impacts, says Brenda Platt of the Institute for Local Self-Reliance. But she says community composting can be a challenge for municipalities and cities. Local governments can either say, oh, you've got a problem, or they can help these operations that support their communities to overcome the obstacles. Platt says cities don't have updated zoning rules that address composting specifically. The Midwest is especially behind when it comes to supporting composting, says Jennifer Trent, a program manager at the Iowa Waste Reduction Center at the University of Northern Iowa. A lot of times it's a preconceived idea or notion that compost sites are foul places and that they won't be beneficial to the community. She says composting doesn't have to be a nuisance when done right, but she warns that one operation doing it wrong can ruin the practice for an entire region. If you have a compost site that's not complying with the regulations, enforce those laws. You know, don't allow them to continue until it's fixed. The U.S. Composting Council says having good zoning laws, enforcing them, and educating residents about composting helps make sure everything runs smoothly. When Ben Stanger wanted to start his business, Green Box Compost, in Wisconsin, a lot of municipalities told him no. But he says Sun Prairie, just outside of Madison, was willing to change a zoning code for his business. It just happened to be that Sun Prairie, you know, really 
rolled out the Wilk in that and, and helped us kind of work through this. Stanger is composting indoors with containers and using a slightly more technological approach to prevent problems like smells and pests. But the city is also doing its part by educating residents, says Jake King, the city's communications and diversity strategist. We really try to look at that public outreach and engagement so people know what we're doing and but most importantly, know why we're doing it. Back in Kansas City, herbivore is appealing its violations and hoping that will result in larger changes to city rules. Assistant City Manager Melissa Kozakowicz says that city leadership is currently in discussions with herbivore on how it can better support composting and urban farming. Kansas City and every other city in America has an opportunity to think about how it manages its waste in a different way. The challenge for cities is figuring out how to not only support composters, but also how to regulate them before the problems start. For Harvest Public Media, I'm Eva Tesfai. Harvest Public Media is a collaboration of public media newsrooms in the Midwest and Great Plains, including St. Louis Public Radio. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.